You're listening to a Natural Products Insider podcast. With Sandy Almendares, Editor-in-Chief. Brought to you by Supply Side West. And welcome to a Supply Side West edition of the Healthy Insider Podcast. We are live at Supply Side West 2019 in Las Vegas at the Mandalay Bay. And I am Sandy. I'm a content director at the Informa Health and Nutrition. And I am happy to be sitting here with Steve Myers, who is our senior editor, our go-to guy for sports nutrition. Uh, and we're going to talk about some trends that Steve has seen on the show floor and in education sessions. So, Steve, what do you got? What do I got? What do you got? Well, I don't really want to use the word trends because um, some of the things that we see have been um, out and about for a couple years or last year. You know, we continue to see these things. There's some progress in areas. But it's more about just walking around the show floor and uh, being in the education sessions and what I'm seeing, what I'm hearing. You know, I've had... uh, some people stopped me in the aisles and talked to me about different issues that we brought up in the uh, Sports Nutrition Summit yesterday. Mm-hmm. So that was really cool because they were engaged in it. And in some cases, they were already doing it. And they were just so happy that we were, they felt like they were the only ones doing it. They were so happy that we were bringing some of these mm-hmm. topics. And of course, we had great speakers who really right. just like nailed it and brought it home. And they were really happy to see that other people were um, considering what they do important. Like if, for instance, with transparency or... Um, you know, in innovation, um, maybe certain ingredients. So it's more about what what we're seeing at the show. Uh-huh. And, and in the sports realm, there there were several things. Um, in addition to what I mentioned, the transparency, we talked about different ingredients. And um, there's an ingredient, I don't know if you've ever heard of it, it's called CBD. Oh, I've heard of hemp. it. So, a little so bit. everyone talks about that. And yeah. we know that there's a lot of CBD on the floor, so we don't call that a trend. But um, one of the aspects of CBD that were talked about, that, that was talked about in the Sports Nutrition Summit from a science point of view, was uh, the cognitive aspect. Mm-hmm. And so I'm walking around the floor and I'm seeing a lot of cognitive ingredients. Yeah. I'm not saying they're all new, I'm not saying they're all the best. What I'm saying is I'm seeing a lot of cognitive ingredients and I'm seeing them juxtaposed with sports. Right. So not always exclusively sports, but it's an area of sports that's been talked about more often. It's, um, it's getting attention from scientists. Mm-hmm. The International Society of Sports Nutrition has been talking about cognitive more and even sleep, which you know is one of our babies we've been talking about. Yeah. And uh, they have a new neurosports conference coming up next month in Deerfield Beach. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's um, collaborative through ISSN. I don't know the exact right. um, partnership there, but I know that it was born out of um, a neuroscientist, university neuroscientist that never worked in sports really, but they brought over to kind of talk about sports. And so she's helping to launch this neurosport. So cognitive's big in sports right. and I'm seeing it around. And, and so it's really nice to see something that we've been talking about, writing articles about, right. and you're seeing the ingredients there. I saw s- several uh, product prototypes of sleep products at the, the DSM booth. Um, okay. They were using um, L-theanine as a base, and then they had a, a drink that was mixed with uh, melatonin. They actually, It actually wasn't mixed with melatonin on the site at their protocol, because I don't think they wanted people falling asleep in the middle of the show, but um, that was 
tasty. And then they had the pixie stick like, you know, with, with some with uh, B vitamins and um, then a drink mix as well. So, I mean, there's it's on the go and, um, you know, in that cognitive space. Yeah, I think I think at this show here in Vegas and I, it's only like day two or something. Yeah. But I think the goal is to try to keep people awake. Yes. Everyone's like in various states of needing right. to uh, pass out. Right. So keeping people awake would be great, but that's a cool product. Yeah, we had our sleep and stress session yesterday from 1.30 to, to 4.30, and it was, people are like, you know, you're like, this is like not the time to be talking about sleep because everyone's like, you know, after lunch lull. But I mean, it was a fantastic, it did not put people to sleep. It was a fantastic session. But there's definitely, an, I mean, that's definitely an aspect. Sleep, sleep kind of goes into recovery. Mm-hmm. I'm like, on the cognitive front, I don't know that there was a ton of things that stood out there there's there was nothing that i hadn't heard of before you know we we saw i saw phosphatidylserine i saw um uh phosphatic phosphatidic acids sorry all these phospho phospho phosphos <laughs> but um there was an interesting product that's relatively new and it caught my eye because i you know the word nootropics and i saw new motto and i'm like that's got to be tomato. I'm not familiar huh. with tomato and cognitive. And they pull some things out of a tomato seed. And it, um, it helps. It has, it has some oxidative mechanism. And it helps with fear response, which I also thought was interesting. And they weren't making the connection. I was making the connection. Um, in huh. our session, somebody was talking about, uh, Hector Lopez was talking about CBD science. And he brought up the fear... Um, something to do with the fear response when you're like, in stressful situations. Like the fright, flight or flight? No, no, no. More, more so in the aspect. I'm not saying no to that, but he brought it up more in the aspect of say, you have you experience stress. A soldier experiences stress, yeah. comes back, and the the mind can't cope correctly with that stress and fear response because they're in a situation when they're in the battlefield, when they're right. in, in the battlefield where they're confronted with fear all the time, and so then they come back. And if you can't, if your mind can't process that fear correctly, and he was saying if the um, endocannabinoid system in the body wasn't up to snuff, wasn't mm-hmm. 100%, that maybe that contributes to this. And, you know, we've heard of PTSD and things, right. so I'm walking around this booth, and they for sure weren't saying anything about that. Right. But it sort of triggered my mind, and I thought it was kind of a cool little ingredient. Yeah. And I had a nice conversation there. And so that's just one. I'm sure there are a lot of great ingredients on right. the floor. Right. But I happened by there, and I thought that was cool. And so I was thinking, wow, I feel like the cognitive thing, at least, you know, sports-wise is really kind of picking up. So right. that was one thing I saw. At the Ocker booth, they, um, uh, I talked with Matt Johnson, the, the CEO there, and he was saying that they've got a, an ongoing study in the military. I've, uh, it's been going on for a few years, but they're really looking at their krill oil and in the military. And he was mentioning like how all the inflammation and all that stress from the, the physical stuff that, that you know, people in the military under, undergo leads to a lot of mental stress as well and so they're they're studying both so i mean results should be coming i think within the next year um but exciting to watch that yeah there were some cool thing other cool things that came out we had a session on fermented ingredients um and of course we're all familiar with uh fermented ingredients mm-hmm. in food they've been around a long time but yeah. in sports you see sort of fermented amino amino acids is one that you see we've seen mm-hmm. that in some big products uh, one of our next esports finalists cage muscle 
use the fermented uh -huh. uh, amino acids. It, it gives you a vegan um, claim, I guess, is what you would call it. Yeah. And so we're seeing that, but it was a really great session because that's just the beginning. Mm -hmm. You know, I think we will. So, so this isn't so much, oh, I'm seeing a trend, but this is something I'm saying, I think as we, we, we see these next shows and, and over the next couple of years, we'll see more fermented ingredients mm -hmm. and even in the sports the sports section. So that was a cool session we had, and I had great response talking to people on the floor about that. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of an exciting area um, of sports. And you, you mentioned stress and and stress and fatigue and sleep. You know, they all play into recovery, which has been a big area as well. And I saw a lot of recovery type ingredients out on the uh -huh. floor. I mean, we're used to joints and anti-inflammatories, and we had that in the summit. Um, I came across an interesting formula, an interesting blend of branch chain amino acids, omega-3s, which is anti-inflammatory and cognitive, yep. um, tyrosine, taurine, and broccoli. And they had some clinicals showing um, a positive effect on fatigue and muscle soreness. And, and I just hmm. thought that was kind of an interesting combination I, I, right. I hadn't seen before. That was Montaloder, if I'm saying it correctly. Um, they're an international company, but they have a U.S. base. And, right. and so I was seeing things like that kind of Bring, putting together things in new ways. Right. Not necessarily here's some new ingredient or here's right. some hot trending ingredient because we know CBD is kind of at the top of that yeah. pyramid. But I'm seeing some new kind of combinations. And that's good. That's true. So let's talk about CBD and sports. I know there was a section of the summit yesterday on, right. on that. Uh, what, what's the takeaways there? Well, it's a lot of promise. Yeah. And I think that's how probably the word we hear a lot. You yeah. know, there's a lot of promise. With something that is supposed to do so many things for people, right? Yeah, right. Like I'll, I'll stop short of calling it a panacea because that's loaded, but it does so many things and it has such potential in sports. Um, we're still under, we, but um, scientists are still understanding the yeah. mechanisms. Right. Uh, what, what needs to happen, definitely in the sports, area is research specifically on sports endpoints and on athletes and active populations. That's something that we don't really have on all these different endpoints. There's a lot of promise and I think there's a lot of early adopters. Um, you know, we heard about the legal situation. Everybody knows there's a lot of uncertainty and there's, it's about assessing your risk level and things like that. But the cool thing is, is we heard from some athletes directly, some pro athletes, mm. some former pro athletes. We heard from a uh, pro soccer player Megan or sorry not Megan Rapino but her sister Rachel um, and they actually both work together on various things including Mendy company mm -hmm. they're doing some CBD for athletes and it sounds exciting Ryan Vandebush from the NHL he had a rough career on like his body went through a rough career in the NHL and so he's all in on CBD and he's got New Leaf up in Canada uh -huh. and they both work with Athletes for Care which doesn't exclusively focus on CBD CBD, but that's one of the um, tools and resources that they use to help retired athletes of all sports. I mean, Olympics and just everything. And then we had a, um, he's still active as an MMA fighter, but he's also a coach, um, UFC gym here in La Vegas, and he has another gym that he runs here in Vegas. And, uh, and we heard from them directly about what CBD has meant to them, um, what it means to people in their sport. Right. Um, and what just what they feel about it and, 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 and my favorite question was what what 
what do they think would have happened in their career had they been able to use CBD when they were active and like their faces when thinking about it oh, just yeah. just told the story right. you know like wow th how huge right. that would have been so that's kind of what we learned about CBD it's really early in sports but what, what we are seeing and um, when I presented I, I, I laid this out there are so many products coming from athletes and former athletes in the CBD space and they're just coming and coming and coming and coming and coming. So there's definitely a wave of products for the sports nutrition. It's the science and the research that needs to catch up. Right, and right. when that happens, I don't know. I mean, I, I, you know me, I love science and research, but it, I mean, there's so much anecdotal evidence here. And then you just like seeing the people, as you mentioned, the people's face light up when you think about what it's done for them and, and how they feel when they're on, when they take CBD supplements. I mean, I don't know. There's got to be something there. I think it's more than a placebo. Well, I had an interesting conversation with a couple guys who um, have a company in Australia. And, of course, the uh, TGA, uh, Therapeutic Goods Administration or something thereabouts, yeah. really tough. They're like the FDA there. But. They have a really tough um, regulatory scheme for uh, dietary supplements, and they're not able to do anything with CBD. You know, we have this kind of weird thing going with the FDA right now right. where the market's just <laughs> right. flourishing. Right. But they don't have that there, but they want to sort of bring that same spirit of CBD to their country. So, you know, we talked about sort of other endocannabinoids right. that aren't CBD, that come from different plants, and some other ways that they can do it. So even for people in countries or regions that can't, take part in what we've got going on here in the U.S. and even Canada right. to some degree. They're still trying to find ways to get on this wave, and they're yeah. sport, they were a sports-oriented company. So yeah. that, that's another interesting angle. And then I saw, you know, not just how here's some CBD ingredients and every CBD booth is just the best CBD, yeah, you know, course. but but some, some companies that are helping um, with maybe some technologies to enable CBD to better be in certain delivery formats. Right. So that's something that I noticed as well. Interesting. Well, is there any anything else or like any like last product you want to like shout out and say like this was super cool? Um, not shout out super cool. I did see, you know, protein is always huge in sports. Uh. And so and, and uh, plant protein is really the big growth area. Yeah. And so, but that's not new. We've been seeing plant proteins. I did come across, I stopped by and talked to a very new company. I, they're still building their... I don't know what it is, 80,000 square feet, a really big facility up in, um, I think in Manitoba somewhere. And uh, they're called Merit. Um, and what they have is a blended product. So pea is a really popular plant protein, mm -hmm. right? So Merit Functional Foods is this new company. And they're taking advantage of two other companies that have done um, some work in the area of, say, canola. So they're using canola protein blended with pea protein huh. to get a complete protein. And blending of plant proteins is not new. In fact, that's like what they, that's what, what you they see do. Yeah. to make up for the fact that this particular plant or that particular plant doesn't have the full range of amino acids, essential amino acids, or maybe one of them just isn't in a sufficient amount. And so the blends isn't a new thing, but I, I haven't heard too much. Of, I haven't seen this kind of pea canola blend. So I mean, I really haven't seen canola protein no and in fact you think of canola you think of canola oil, oil. which has no protein right. and so they end up taking that when they make the canola oil they take the um, protein fraction and they end up giving it to livestock mm. okay. so i don't know if i call this a waste stream product but but it is something you haven't seen canola mm -hmm. protein so at least That's well burkhan has been doing some things with um canola protein but but bringing it together in this complete 
plant protein. It was a, kind of a nuanced new thing yeah. that I saw because, you know, you see a lot of plant protein. So that's another something that I saw, and I thought that was kind of cool. Well, thank you so much for joining me in this this, pod, this live podcast, Steve, and for being our, our, our go-to sports nutrition guy here at the show. I'm sure there's more that you're going to learn tomorrow, and we'll certainly catch up and get more from you on that. Later. Yeah, there's always so much to get your, head, your hands and head around here at the show, but yeah. that's a little bit of what I saw, and I'm happy to share it. For more award-winning podcasts from industry experts, go to insider.com and click in the podcast section. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts or Google Play by searching Healthy Insider Podcast. Hit subscribe to never miss an episode. This edition of the Healthy Insider Podcast is brought to you by Supply Side West, 